Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. And welcome to this week's edition of Voice Coaches Radio. I am Josh. He is Sam. We are delighted to have you joining us. Sam, how are we doing? Great. And that was the truncated song that you just did there, Josh. It, well, I, I, radio. Stu- I started to do it. I wasn't planning on singing the song, and then uh, and then it started happening, and I was like, I don't know. But the song know. is so you, Josh. Oh, oh thank you. The thank song you, thank is you. you. One of these days, I'll just start breaking out into song. We should have, you know what we should have? We should have a, uh, a Voice Coaches song. Radio sing-along. Song. Oh, this is good. That's or, great. A little or bouncing a, ball. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. We'll, we'll transcribe every word that we say, and then people can we, see a we little video. We can have Voice Coaches Radio karaoke. Ball. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Voice Coaches Radio karaoke, karaoke edition. You know what karaoke means? No, I have no idea. You know what karaoke means? No. Oh, it means, it's uh, I believe it's Japanese, and it's, it means uh, oh. empty orchestra. Oh, Whoa. wow. Whoa. How wow. deep is that? Empty wow. orchestra. Wow, and you are filling in the orchestra. Yes, right, right. Wow. Interesting note also, astronaut. Yeah. Do you know what astronaut means? No, again, I'm I'm in the dark here. Astra is or astron, astral is stars. Oh, sure. And uh the not the um not stars. Is, what? <laughs> the uh, the the basis of that uh is um uh sailor. So they are oh, star like sailors. Oh, nautical! Star, I see star it. sailors, and that's how I'm going to refer to astronauts from now on. <laughs> oh, uh, Neil Armstrong! Yeah, I remember him. He was that famous star sailor. He was such a Ooh. great star sailor. Ooh, star sailor. <laughs> Anywho, words are fun. I love words it. Words are that's fun. Awesome. Words are very fun. And speaking of words, we're going to talk a lot about words today, Josh. We are. We are, and not about the fact that I read a book about the dictionary. But we could. We could. We could. We could very well. Did you, you read that right book? There. Did you read that book? This is the professor and the madman. Yeah, no, I've never oh, read it. It's dude, on my it's, to read list. It's, it's super interesting. Mm. It's about the uh, the writing of the Oxford English Dictionary, which sounds amazing to begin riveting, with. Riveting, riveting. And uh, you know, it took like seventy years to write that thing. I don't doubt it. Have you ever seen one like uh, the, especially the OED? Like, oh the, man, yeah. It's uh, yeah, and 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 I can't even imagine having to like come up with all these. And so, not only did they have I to come it. up with them, they had to come up with examples for all of them. All and and multiple examples for every different type of usage for a word. Mm. So you look at most some words, you're like, okay, well that's that's not too too bad. But like, there are words that have like. 15 different you know uses i love it and you have to find multiple examples in literature in classic literature of each and uh it took a it took a lot of work and the basis of the book is that they asked for help from people uh in the area uh to you know send in examples to send in you know the 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 literature examples of usage and and there was a guy who sent in a ton i mean it was a massive contributor um and uh he was an american who was living in England uh, and was living in an insane asylum where uh, he was put after he murdered a guy. Oh, wow. And uh, wow. The, the story behind that, as well as the uh, the ensuing story about uh, him and the main editor for the uh, the original Oxford English Dictionary is surprisingly fascinating. Hmm. That Anywho, sounds interesting. They made a movie. They made a movie out of it with Mel Gibson. So I got to be honest, I haven't seen it. Melly uh, Gibson. Melly Gibson. <laughs> he is my what? what? Um, so yeah, so that's, uh, anywho, oh, that's amazing. I, I, read I, weird books. I used to have to, I used the OED in college a bit and I enjoyed it actually. It's super interesting to like look at the, a word and not only do you get the definition, you get different varying definitions. You get how, like the evolution of the word, how it was used at different times throughout. Yeah, this is, I think it's really fascinating. So and that book I, sounds I, I agree. good. Yeah, I agree. But speaking of books, mm. let's talk about 
audiobooks today because you and I both now have some experience on we the do. audiobook we front. Do. And a lot of people are curious about audiobooks. A lot of people come to our program interested in the audiobook Underst- world. Understandably Understandably, so. absolutely. So let's dive into this, Josh. You are in the throes of making an audiobook I mean, right it, now. I'd say it's the infancy is, the uh, is where I am. The, the <laughs> into the fray of, of audiobooks. Uh, so far, I'm pretty sure I've done the intro and that's, that's about it. That's it? I thought the, you did a couple chapters. No, I, I have not. Uh, I, I intended to. <laughs> uh, I have not. I've done the introduction uh, and the forward. I've done the forward. Okay, so a couple um, a couple of segments. Yeah, and uh, but I haven't actually gotten to the to the meat and potatoes of, of the uh, of the book just yet. How has it been for you? What is your experience doing the forward and then the, everything that you've done so far? It's uh, it's different. It's, it's different. different. It's funny. You know, we'll get people to come in. They're like, "Yeah, I want to do audiobooks. I love to read." And I'm like, "Awesome. That's not what audiobooks are." <laughs> that's that's you're reading. I mean, obviously you're reading, sure, but it's it's not normal reading. It is exhausting. Yeah, it's exhausting because you have to be hyper aware of everything and 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 so what i'm doing and i know sam what you did also is we're also kind of producing it at the same time yes and so you know your your mind is in you know five or six different places at once trying to make sure that a you're saying things correctly Mm -hmm. uh, b that your you know your pacing is good and your inflection is good and you know there's so many things you're trying to work on at once that sometimes you forget what the actual point is you have to kind of step back from it and uh it it's uh it's challenging it, it is absolutely challenging and the book i'm reading is not exactly a uh, uh you know like a, a very serious heavy book by any stretch of the imagination which i guess makes it a little bit easier but it's uh it's it's very challenging not it's that not, i didn't think it would be but it's it definitely is it's not the professor and the madman it is it is not mm. it is not there are no uh no, no murder no, no mystery murders. intrigue no it's uh sabotage it's saboteurs a, um, it's an eating manual. <laughs> hey, still, it's about, in- it's about it's about it's an eating plan for for you know a healthy weight and lifestyle. Which, by the way, I I use a book that I, you actually yeah, would use I in actually, real life. I I currently do. I own the book before I ever. Uh, I've owned the book for years. Mm. And uh, and and do currently use that plan, which I think is also making this a little bit more helpful because I'm very familiar with the, um, you know, with what goes on. Now, what's interesting about it is that it varies chapter to chapter. So mm. one chapter is on a topic about it, you know, on um, metabolism or on you know uh, macronutrients, and then and then the, you know the following chapter is a testimonial, and then it's another you know meat and potatoes chapter. No pun intended. <laughs> and then the next one is, you know, another. Uh, thank you. I'll be here all week. And the next one is another testimonial. And the testimonials are interesting because it's men, it's women, it's young, it's old. Uh, and I, I, I'm trying to figure out how I best want to do that. Oh, that's cool. Do, so I, just, you, do I just do it myself? Yeah. Do I just do it in my voice? Do I try to change the voice a little bit? Do I? Does it vary? I think it does naturally. You know, if if depending on who uh, who the person is who's doing the talking but I don't know and I and I haven't really gotten down to recording those just yet mm. but that's going to be an issue I'm not really sure oh, how I'm going to approach that. Uh what do you what are you thinking? You don't ha- you don't have any thoughts on you it right what, now? My, you- my thoughts on it right now is it's going to mo- it's going to mainly be my voice mm-hmm. but I think invariably the the person so say it's uh it's a young woman I think you know the way I inflect and the way I approach the piece will be a little bit different overall um I think if you were to just listen to it in a vacuum, it wouldn't sound very much different from me. But listening to it right after you just listen to a regular chapter or listening to it right next to another testimonial of, say, like an older gentleman, I think you'll be able to tell slight differences. I think. And I think that's sure. what I want. I want subtle, subtle differences. But again, in a vacuum, I don't want it to sound like I'm doing a voice or a character because I don't think that would fit. 
That's interesting. I, I find when, I, when I'm working on audiobooks or when, in my experience, even producing audiobooks or producing for other people, what, the way I look at audiobooks is like a sliding scale. And on that sliding scale are a number of characters. So what's fun about audiobooks is that you are not just the narrator. You're not just one voice. Like if you're doing a commercial spot or if you're doing uh, a training module where you are the same voice the whole time, it's like, hey, welcome to this place. Let me tell you about X, Y, and Z. You are the one character the whole time. Audiobooks have this varying degree. You have multiple characters. It's almost as if, especially if you're doing fiction, but in your case, this is interesting. This applies to nonfiction as well. Mm -hmm. You have these other voices that are there. So you have your narrator voice, which is uh, something akin to Josh, and then you have these testimonial voices, these other characters coming in what I the way I like to think of audiobooks uh, to make it a little easier it's a sliding scale and all of the characters are on the scale and you're sliding in and out of narration and into the character so you always have one foot in the narrative world and this also helps too when you're in narration especially this is a little bit more fiction oriented but I think it does apply to what you're doing because when you what what is good storytelling good storytelling even if you're talking in the third person if I was telling you a story I would still put myself in the scenes like, like so there I was Josh I'm at the bus stop and Mike I'm waiting I'm waiting hours for this bus and while I'm saying this what colors the words what does the work isn't isn't me talking in the third person. It's me as if I'm living the moment, even if I'm talking in the third person. Mm. Does that make sense? It does. It does. And because I, I think that the listener is kind of living vicariously through you. Yeah. And, and they want to have those experiences that you are describing. And also when you put yourself in that situation, you are now an expert in that situation. Mm. And so you are the only person who really should be telling the listener this story, right? You're the expert. You were there. The I, was, I yeah. was waiting by the bus stop. Well, what was it like? Well, I can tell you because I was there as opposed yes. to, Oh, you know, I love that. Yeah. As, expo as opposed to, you know, like, well, he was standing there. And so, well, why am I not listening to him? Why, you know, if he was there, he knows what happened. You're just kind of passing along the information, playing a big game of telephone. I want to hear from the source. Yes. Well, now you are. Yeah. Because I am the source. Oh, that's great. Again, we're, we're superheroes again. Like you are solving, It's you can apply the same frame again. You are doing something, you're telling the story for an explicit reason. And that reason is that you know something. It's yeah. simple, quite simply put. That's a, a lovely idea, yeah. especially for nonfiction. Yeah, I, th yeah. I, I think so. Because again, w when you're reading a nonfiction book, you you probably aren't going to be an expert in that particular field. Yeah. Uh, I certainly am not in, in regards to this book, although I do have some background in it. Sure. Uh, another book that I'm hopefully going to be end up uh, end up reading for, uh, for the same author is uh, about a professional weightlifter. Super I do cool. weightlifting. Not, you are not a professional like, weightlifter. Not like you that guy does. Absolutely a professional um, weightlifter. That guy was a, you know, a world <laughs> champion. His name is John North. He was a world champion. I uh, am weak. Um, <laughs> but, but, you know, so I, am, I, am I the foremost expert in that? No, not even close. Not even close. But... In that book, you are reading in John's voice, in his voice. So that way, you are the expert because you're reading his words as him. It's, yeah. So that's that's the acting portion of the of the voice acting. It's I'm as acting if. as him. Yeah, it's as I'm, if you're an expert. Yeah, I'm a conduit for his words. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very much so. That's a great way of putting that it. That's deep. That's oh, super kind deep. Of, but that's the idea too. It doesn't even have to be deep. It can be really simple. Like you in the story, you are the you are the voice of the story. That's the conduit. Like, that's what you're doing. You are giving voice to somebody else's story. And what's the best way to do that is to co create a connection to it, to tie yourself to the story, draw from your own experience, talk to somebody, actually save, like, solve their problem, save the day, have a good intention. This is what we do as human beings. Well, I, I love that idea of putting yourself... Uh, 
in their shoes, but more, I guess, what I'm what I'm interested in as well as you're this. How are you going to navigate this new the the powerlifting one? How what's your approach? What do you think? Ah, <laughs> uh, that's a good question. Um, you know, I, I I'm not sure. I'm gonna honestly, I was just gonna take it a chapter at a time mm. uh, and really mm. kind of delve into one one chapter at a time. Um, which I, I I don't know. I mean, I I want to get an idea of the whole macro. I, you know, the book in, in a macro sense, but sure. I, I think the best way to approach it is to dive into uh, a smaller world section and, yeah, one yeah, section and, at a time. and yeah. fully embrace that to the best of your ability and then move on to the next one. Is that what you're doing in the, in the nutrition book as well? Like you're basically just diving into a section. Is that the same? Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. And again, I have a little bit more, uh, you know, a little bit more intel into this one. Sure. Um, and it's also not, you know, the subject matter is a lot, you know, it's a lot lighter of a, of a piece in general. But I, I, I do. I, I think that's, I, I guess that's just kind of my personality so, into it. So mechanically, what are you doing when you, how many pages? Let's say it's like five pages, 10 pages that you've read. Uh, yeah, something like that. So when you did those five pages, whatever, however many it was, what were you thinking the whole time? Like, how are you bringing, how are you bringing Don't mess five? this up, don't mess this up, don't mess this up. <laughs> uh, don't, uh, Josh, come on, buddy, yeah, don't mess I know, it up. I know, that oh, was, that's this, what I'm thinking But this is great, I mean, uh, in life, right? In everything yeah, that right? you do, yeah. You know, you, you know it's, um, I, the things I'm, I'm really trying to pay attention to, um, slowing down. Okay, good, uh, good. Having a conversational tone. Because it's a very conversation. The the so the guy who the book is in the voice of is a very kind of laid back, low key guy, and it's written in his voice, like so, me. Yeah. So yes, yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Carry on. And uh, and so you know, I I'm trying to. It, it's written in a conversational way with asides and snarky comments and sarcasm, which fits me very well. Um, and so I'm trying to 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 find that to not um, you know, be too, uh, you know, to not to not sell it so much. And it's funny because one of the things I was told when I first sent them a, a, a you know, a, a passage from it that I had done, they were like, it kind of sounds like you're, you're doing a commercial. Mm, and and in, in, in one respect, I was like, yeah, I can back off that a little bit. In another respect, I, I basically said, look, this is the beginning of the book. You're introducing an idea and you're trying to tell people why it's the best thing and they should do it, which, hello, I don't care if it's in a book, it's still a commercial. Yeah, it's you're still, still selling something. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I get where they were coming from. So I'm trying to, to keep that in mind as well. Obviously, I'm trying to make sure I don't mess up the words. You know what else I'm doing is I'm well, really focusing on the phrases, the phrasing, oh, getting it. that phrasing correct. And a lot of times I'll go through a line and be like, that's not how we'd say that. How and we redo that. And I'll, I'll actually read through it and make notes like, all right, I want to pause here. Oh, okay, I want a little more of a, I'll, I'll add an ellipses there to make sure that I add a little, a little drama to it. So trying to that. try, basically what I'm doing is I'm reading it out loud to myself and taking notes on it as I read it. Then I'm going in the booth with those notes and trying to enact that. Hmm. Um, and, and then, and, you know, trying not to get overwhelmed by all the different things, trying to just, when I'm in there, in the booth, slowing down, being conversational, watching that phrasing, and then listening to it afterwards. How do you and, make those decisions? Uh, the phrasing decisions. <laughs> that's a, I honestly, yeah. I, I read it and uh, I use my ear. Out? Yeah, I use my ear mm. and my and, and feel. And um, it, 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 is it exactly how he would speak? I don't know. I've never met him. Um, no, it doesn't, you know, the, that doesn't matter really. So, it matters how you speak. It. Exactly. That's, all, that's so, interesting. So I look at it and I read it out loud a few times and and figure out the way that I would do it and. 
that's that's what I do. And if you know, and and when I finish a chapter or whatnot, I'm going to send it to them for review. And if he listens to it and is like, that's not how I want it, then okay, then I'll then I'll change it. But for now, at least, mm. I'm taking you know personal responsibility for it and using uh, using my own taste, my own ear, and my own feel. Uh, and and you talk about it all the time, developing that ear, knowing mm, what mm-hmm. sounds what yeah. sounds good. And you know, I've done this for a while. I I think I have a decent idea of of what sounds good. I know what yep. sounds good to me. Yep. And and that's pretty much what I go with. And if it doesn't sound good to them, okay, well then then I'll readjust. But for now, at least, uh, I'm going to do it the way I think it should be done. And think about all the pieces that you've produced yourself and how you know how to phrase it just with your ear alone. Just even as you hear somebody doing it, you're like, no, 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 the phrasing needs to be more like this. Because what you're doing is you're creating the experience again for the listener. You as a listener are in tune with how you want to hear the story. That's what you're doing as a producer. You, you're like the audience. You're sitting yeah. in for the audience. And in a way, you're, you're, you're kind of like a, catching the words and if it hits you the right way you're like yes and if it's not hitting you quite right you can kind of see what feeling you want and that's missing you're like no 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 no. we need to add a little bit more of this to create that feeling yeah I love that. You're, you're the voice of the audience yeah and 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 look it's making assumptions that the audience is going to like the same things that you do which sure. maybe they will maybe they won't right. but that's it's kind of what other choice do you have yeah and and a lot of times you're right it's i'll do it and be like no that didn't that didn't sound right let me try it this way no that mm. really didn't sound right let me yeah, try that. oh that's good. that was the way i want it how did I get to there? I try different things, and and how do you know which one's the right one? You just you're like, okay, that's it. It you, it's a it's a thing that you hear it, you know it. It's just kind of uh, you're like, yep, that was that was definitely the one. Now who knows? Maybe uh, another producer listens to it, and you're like, well, maybe you're listening to it, and you're like, you know what? I would change it a little bit, and I hear the way you would do it. And I'm like, oh, actually, that might be a little bit better. I'm not saying my way is perfect. Yeah, it's but- definitely not. But it's the way that that I know that I personally would do it, and that's what I'm going to present because you know this audio book, though it's not my writing and it's not my you know interpretation it's or it is my interpretation yeah. it's my voice it's, it's your my, translation yeah exa- it's exactly what it is it's my translation of what it is and it's my personal translation of what it is and that's what it needs to be too and that's what's so interesting about this because like yes it's not your book but you are the one bringing it to life and what we need to hear is your humanity we need to hear Josh's story to help bring this other story to life like you've got to bring the two together it's not just the words on the page it's Josh bringing those words to life that, that's that's a good point and I think of like LeVar Burton when he does when he yeah. does Rainbow oh, or LeVar Burton reads. He great. reads in a very particular yes. way. He interprets pieces yep. in a very particular way. Some people don't like it. Yeah. I personally do, and I think it's a little nostalgia too. But yeah, of course. But, but when you hear him read it, you know not only is that a story, and yeah, the story was good, but the way he did it is very him. It's unique to him. And that's yeah. part of the reason why. I mean, the, some of the short stories he reads, I, I could care less about, but mm. I want to hear him read it. And I'm not saying people are going to you know, buy this book to hear me read it. Uh, though they you could. Should, though you should. They could. Some people do that, uh, though. I, my folks are I, my folks are huge audiobook uh, people, and they they have audiobook uh, authors that they really like, or um, uh, voice actors that they really like. It's people do this. Like this is not unheard of. So who yeah. knows? Maybe in time, we'll all be listening to Josh and oh, his man. audiobooks. Oh man. This I is great. Apologize in advance for that. I, I want to just touch on the ellipses. I think that is the most important piece of punctuation a voice actor can use. Ira Glass does this thing. I've heard about his scripts when he's writing. And of course, he is a writer and he's an audio producer. Producer Ira Glass, for those who don't know, producer of This American Life. He doesn't use commas. He doesn't use periods. He uses ellipses. So he writes uh, conventionally. He writes normally. But what he's really trying to do, and the thing is, when you listen to him on his radio show, it sounds like he's talking. 
all of that is scripted. He is scripting, unless he's doing an interview, all of the uh, the narration is scripted, but it sounds so conversational because he uses ellipses in between phrases. So literally for him, it's just phrase to phrase to phrase to phrase. And as an, uh, as an audiobook actor, I think this is Im- really important. It's pivotal. This way you can just work on one phrase at a time. It's like you taking one section at a time, but we can make it even smaller. Take a phrase, Imagine that where that comma is, there's ellipses, and you're just pausing a little bit as if you're looking for the next thing to say. And, th- and that's that's a good point because you know when you see the ellipses, some of the first things you think to do is okay, it's going to be a you know a longer pause. It doesn't have to be. Yeah, it leaves exactly. it up to your interpretation. It yes. means there's a pause there, and you can now decide how long that that pause is. You right. know, is it a, is it a long, heavy, pregnant pause? Maybe. Is Maybe. it a, yes. a quick little beat that we move to the next thought and we keep rolling? Maybe. Maybe. But that, yeah. but that allows you to to kind of make that call. It allows you to to figure out what it should be and what would work best for it. And the trouble, and the reason I'm bringing this up too, I've uh, for our students who've come through the program, I see it all the time. People love to blow through commas. They love to blow through periods. They get worried about the time and they become conscious of it. And they just start speeding through this other punctuation. If you take punctuation, always like an ellipses, yeah, then you can start feeling it out and be like, oh no, th- th- this particular phrase or in between these two phrases doesn't need to be long. But at this moment, I can take a lot more time because it's the end of a thought or it's the or it's the suspension. Like, I love that when you're in the middle of a line. And I'm sure you've had this experience when you're reading something and you all of a sudden you realize that by pausing right before the last phrase will give a little bit of dramatic suspension and effect because that last phrase is super important. And, and you know what? I, I, I dealt with a, uh, you know, I was, I was working with a student. I don't know, a few weeks ago, it doesn't matter how long ago it was, but uh, they were having trouble with speed. They were reading too fast, mm-hmm. as many of us, myself included, struggle <laughs> with. And, Can't relate. And, and uh, you know, he was having trouble slowing down the words. Um, but I was like, okay, don't worry about the words. Lengthen your pauses. Mm, Lengthen the pauses between that. sentences. Yes. And were his words yes. still quicker than I'd like? Yes, they were. Yes. But did it, it make the whole piece a lot easier to listen to? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because it allows the listener to process what just happened. Yes. Even though they may yes. be trailing behind a little bit yes. at the time, it gives them a moment to process it. Okay, let's move on to the next one. This is where you being a producer, too, is absolutely helping you as an audio, as a voice actor in an audio book. You know what I mean? Because like this is, the, again, it goes back to that image that I love to use of storytelling, story, uh, uh, voice actor, voice teller. You know what I mean? Like what you are suggesting is that the voice actor be a little bit more conscious of the audience yeah. in between sentences. Like you can talk fast. There is nothing wrong with picking up the pace. In fact, that's super conversational, which is why I really like it. And I really lean on it because also it's very natural to me as well to talk very quickly. But if you take a pause in between, in between a phrase... All of a sudden, what came before and after has more weight. Yeah. Love it. I love that idea, Josh. That's invaluable. Yeah, and it does. And the listener does, never gets lost. Yeah, totally. Never gets lost. You're they helping may them feel, navigate it. Yeah, they may feel behind for a second. Yes. But then, okay. All right. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Everything. Now, now I'm with you. You're carrying with them you. with you. It's almost yeah. as if they're like right behind you and you're making sure that they're catching up before you move on. It's yeah. great. I love that. Yeah. And, and it, it absolutely worked for him. And, uh, and you know, it, again, I'm, I'm with you. I'm a, I talk fast. Yeah. I mean, going back to my broadcasting hockey where I had to talk fast. Oh, that's great. I, that's I, great I'm scope. a fast talker. Yes. And, and that's, it's okay. 
to an extent. Yes, yeah. Um, and there are certain times where certainly I need to uh, slow down. And I, and I think especially reading in nonfiction, um, it's something I need to be a little bit more cognizant of. Mm. But adding those pauses in as well wow. will give even more impression that you're being slower, even if you're having trouble actually slowing down the words. Because sometimes you get to a point where you slow down the words enough, you're like, this is uncomfortable. Yeah. It may not sound uncomfortable to the listener, but to the to the reader, it's like, this is brutal. And so it's it's troublesome. So, okay, maybe you're going a little faster than I might like, but you're not going too fast because you are allowing the piece to breathe and allowing the listener to catch up. I love it. I love that. That's a great, that's a great strategy. And I think anyone listening can employ that anytime you're reading. Think of punctuation as, uh, what, what, and now I'm blanking on the word, parentheses, what am I? Ellipses. <laughs> Ellipses, thank you. I was like, yeah, think of, yeah, think of punctuation as uh, carrots, right? Mm. Uh, vegetables. Mm. This is good advice. You heard it here on Voice Coaches Radio. Yeah, I, to- I totally had a brain fart there for a moment. I'm like, wait, wait what is that called? Ellipses. Ellipses. Sorry, we'll, we'll edit that out Thank later. you so much. No, I'm we won't. <laughs> I'm no, so we glad won't. we have the power to edit that we never uh, employ while we're doing this we're show. real, man. We're real. We're it, raw. Yeah, the raw. That's raw. Too real to handle. That's right. Or maybe too just too legit to quit. Maybe just real and not too real. Maybe it's just too real. Legit. This is great. I, I, I can't to wait to hear more about it as you go forward. And I think we should keep this conversation about audiobooks alive because they are beasts. Yep. So that's something that people don't talk about. Like it's a marathon. You it really is. are running or you're doing voice acting for a long time and you have to sustain that same energy on every line. How do you do that? Me, I, I always go back. I, I love this idea of the phrases, like just focus on the phrase in front of you. Focus on that phrase, focus on the next phrase. Then we could talk narration, we can talk character. And it's again, it's sliding in and out. It's this, it's a little bit more fluid. It's not as, you don't have to play characters as heavy because you are still telling a story. And that's implied, and people know that. And if you try to get too charactery, all of a sudden it sounds like a cartoon, and that actually turns people off. And then you know, yeah, you look, you look at a commercial, and and I like to think of commercials as you know thirty second audiobooks. That's right? a great you way. You got a beginning, yeah. a middle, and end. Boom, we're done. And so you have to, you know, if 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 you know there's a character, or if the emotion goes up, you got to do it. You got to do it now, and you got to do it hard. Yeah, because you yeah. have to make that delineation right then and there. Whereas with an audiobook, you have time to slowly build things up, to slowly work on that drama, to really take your time and take the listener along with you. And so you, it, it, it is. There's a lot more subtlety involved in that because you you have the ability to do that you have the opportunity to do that and and it's i I think it's a much more effective way to do it obviously it's and we can't do that in a commercial you don't have the time to do it yeah um but we have the time in audiobooks so take that time commercials are like high drama in a way where it's just like a and and that sounds silly because they're not but the what i'm trying to articulate is that you have a character something happens to them really quickly and it's resolved really fast you know they go through this huge arc or they're on the other side of the arc in storytelling like they're not they are going through this whole experience very hard very fast in 30 seconds in a book you are taking all of this time to set it up to experience it to walk somebody through something especially in nonfiction or even in fiction you are really painting a picture that they get to be immersed in whereas in 30 seconds you have to tell a whole story yeah, yeah. In, 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 you know, in a 30 second commercial it's about the destination what are we doing where yes. are we going let's get yes, there very much. in a book That's it's about the journey very much oh hey look at that all about oh, wow. the journey not the destination great because if, great articulation if, yeah and because if, if, if all that matters is the ending of a book then just read the end read the beginning read the end what do we need the middle for mm. no the middle is where the experience where, yeah, yeah that's exactly what it is that's exactly what it is you know it's got to be the going not the getting there that's good yeah it's got to be the going 
going, not the getting there. That, I think that's England Dan. I don't know. I don't know. A song called Greyhound. No, no, that's uh, Harry Chapin. Take the Greyhound. It's a dog. Okay, maybe it's not. I don't know. It's it's called a song called Greyhound. It's an old song. I think it's by Harry Chapin. He, he cats in the cats in the cats in the cradle guy. Oh, the cats in the cradle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. I know that one. I don't know the other oh, But I just wanted you to keep singing though. This is a nice way to end the show. Again. Oh, you know what? I'm, brings I'm us wrong. Back to the singing thing. I'm wrong. It's not. Take the Greyhound is by Bread. Like bread and butter. No, like well, the name of the. It's a. I think it's by. It's by Bread. Take the <laughs> Greyhound song. Let's try that. God, the internet's amazing. Song. Let's see. I think we should wrap Oh, it, it. is by Harry Chapin. Is I was it, right. It is, is by great. Harry Chapin. When you're... Uh, <laughs> let's, let's it, is, it is by Harry Chapin. <laughs> Her, a good old Harry. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, right? Feeling the good? New, new voice coaches. Oh, yeah. I wish I had a tambourine in here. Traveling light. Got to go, but the bus won't be on time. <laughs> Woo! This is good. Woo! This is the experience that you need to create with an audio bug. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna speed ahead. Come on, Harry. Harry. Here we go. Boom, did it. Got to be the going, not the getting there. That's good. Okay. Well, I'm glad we took all that time. That was amazing. Just to reiterate the the quote that I was going off of. Next time on Voice Coaches <sighs> Radio, more folk music for anyone who is interested in it. That's all we're going to do. And the cats and the cradle and the silver spoon. Little, that song is so depressing. It's a good song, though. It's, it is, but it's super depressing, especially as a dad. Mm. Like, super, super depressing. Oh, wow. Um, but anywho. Uh... We got any anything else to add? Any no, more songs you want to play? Any, uh... <laughs> I'll, I'll come up with a playlist for next that's time, good, but I think idea. I'm good. That's a good idea. So I hope you all enjoyed uh, this rendition of Voice Coaches Radio. <laughs> um, no, this was. Uh, I, I think you know. I, th- I think this is uh, this is good stuff because we always you know people come in and and are interested in audiobooks because they're. They, we love audiobooks. Yeah, they're, they're fun. They're, you know, it's uh, you and I were, were talking before the show about books. how yeah, yeah, about how books and how we both love to read and how uh, basically in high school we did not at all love to read because they forced us to read things we didn't want to. Yeah, and when we got through them and we're like, yeah, I don't want to read this anymore. It's not like you could put it down. You had to keep reading it, and so I I fell out of love with books. Um, and it took me a long time to get back into them. Audiobooks, I think, were a great way to you know to 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 stay in books because we're all busy. We all have life. We all have things we want to do. And, uh, you know, it gives us that opportunity and we have that opportunity to, to continue to instill that love in people. And that is a responsibility that we should take very seriously. Absolutely. We could carry on that experience and give that experience to others and help. I mean, what you're doing as a voice actor is you're taking words on the page and bringing them to life to create an audible experience. And that is an emotional experience for your listener. Like that is, it's a big thing. It really like, I think of your favorite audiobook or your audio experience. I like, I listen to a ton of podcasts and I have so many great, like, like thought, like memories of just like listening to the shows or like feeling like I learned something something it's an emotional experience you actually learn something it's so remember that what you're doing is valuable and we're carrying it forward and carrying it on uh yeah i like it i like it 
All right. Well, uh, I think that just about does it for us today. Yes, it does. Any, we, anything else to add? No, we can talk more about audiobooks in the future. Oh, we I think. will. We I think will. there's a lot more to say. Yeah. yeah and, and, you know, we kind of went over how things have been going for me. As I start to get into yeah. more of the meat of the book, I'll definitely talk more about that. But you know what? I also want to hear your experiences because yours was a little bit different. Oh, very uh, much. Yeah. It, it's, it, it was it's, fiction. You did, it, you're doing nonfiction. I did a fiction book. Yeah. It exactly. Was very and so, and, and also the way you, you, um, the way you released it was different. You released it almost as a serial. Yes, yeah, and which so, was super helpful, actually. Yeah, and so you kind of, you know, it, it broke the book down. So I'm interested in in how that changes how you approach things and how uh, and how you do it, if, if it does at all. Mm. So that's that's definitely something we'll get into. And again, as, as we talked about previously in, in in previous weeks, these are both ways to get into audiobooks that are uh, outside the box a little bit. And mm. that's a lot of times what you have to do. Yeah. And does it lead to more work on your part? Oh, yeah, it does. Um, but that's okay. All right. That's okay because you're going to be better for it at the end. You're building momentum. Absolutely. You're building momentum. And the more you can do, the more you can do. That's what I always say. The more yeah. you can do, the more you can do. So I, yeah. you're going to be a more valuable member, a, a more valuable candidate for these things when you have that experience going in. You go into a studio with a producer and you've already self-produced audiobooks. Oh, yeah. You'll be you're gonna make so their much life, more comfortable. Oh, you're going to make their life easy, too. Yeah. And they're going to love working with you. It's great. So, you know, these are all, all good things to, to, to certainly have. And we will keep you updated on that. And Sam, we'll, we'll talk more about, uh, about your experience as well, because I'd love to hear more about that. Uh, but, uh, but that's going to be it for today. Thanks so much for tuning in and uh, and uh, and listening to us ramble on for, for, for some time about this and that and the other. Uh, but uh, yeah, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, uh, any topics you want us to cover, Sam at VoiceCoaches.com is the best way to get in touch with Sam and myself, Sam at VoiceCoaches.com. Uh, and uh, we'd be certainly happy to talk about it because it's not just our show, Sam. It's your show as well. Oh, I love it. There it so, is. Uh, for Sam, I'm Josh. Until next time. So long, everybody. Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information.